Grab your popcorn, grab your decapitated head, get your butter, get your bag of blood. This is the 2022 edition of the 31 Days of Dread, where Peter A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, your boy here, the film buff, does one horror movie a day. And that's me talking. I'm your host. I'm not a vampire. I'm not. I'm, I'm almost a zombie because I've just been doing nothing but watching these movies so I can discuss them all with you. But here it is, the 31 Days of Dread. Everyone, I am so excited to bring you these movies. We're, we're doing modern-day horror for the first time ever. We're, we're barely even going to hit 2021. We're going to focus on 2022. So roll over in that coffin and let's go. A.K.A. Patters, welcome to it. This is a long day's journey into night, and I'm happy to be venturing into night with all of you. Because we're talking horror. We're talking horror for the first time in October 2022. We normally, normally I should be 20 episodes deep, 20 days deep into the 31 Days of Dread. I can apologize enough. But we have something special here. This, their big reason why the black phone is number one. It's day one. It's day one and number one. Because... This movie came out of nowhere for everyone, and I'm going to toot my own horn, everyone but me, Peter A. DeLuca, your host. How did I know? How did I know that the black phone was going to hit as hard as it did? That it's questionably a absolute perfect horror movie. The concept, let me just tell you the, the concept, and I'll tell you how how I knew. The concept for this movie, and we like horror because horror is high concept. That's that's what makes horror so much fun. In the previous episode, I highlighted that horror is the last bastion of filmmaking. It's it's really the last item we have. We'll we'll call it an item to hold up to lure in talented filmmakers, geniuses. People who love film. Right now, they're driven to go to horror. They're not. You, there's no place else for them to go, and that's the point. That was the point of the last episode. I was coming out of Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, excuse me, Dominion, with a friend of mine. Uh, we're ripped on beer and white claws. Uh, I met a guy that looks just like Sam Jones. I had a King of Prussia movie theater in Pennsylvania. Looked just like St. Jones. And uh, the guy actually bought me alcohol. That's a story for another day. But we're, we're coming out of Jurassic World. And I say to him, I'm like, yeah, I was like, that, that movie's a solid adventure. Uh, I just had a lot of fun watching it. Big adventure. Liked it. Everyone seems to hate it. Uh, you know, again, a reoccurring theme on this podcast. And we're standing in front of the Buzz Lightyear display. And he, he doesn't follow the internet stuff too well. And yeah, we're talking. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I was like, this this Lightyear movie is it's already destroyed. I uh, you know, like the, the internet ripped it apart. I, I can't believe it. We walk to the, uh, the, the, you know, walk by another door, the next sequence of posters, and, and we're, we're looking at the black phone, and I point to it. 
because we're all over the place. And I said, yeah, I'm like, look, I'm like, this is the movie from the guy that directed Doctor Strange. And my friend's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, and I was like, he was supposed to do Doctor Strange too. And he's like, oh, man. It's like, why, why, wouldn't, he, why wouldn't he do Doctor Strange too? That, that made a ton of money. And, and I'm paraphrasing here. And I said, because this guy is a filmmaker. This is the guy that directed the exorcism of Emily Rose. This is the guy that directed Sinister. This guy's also a solid writer. Scott Derrickson. And I and I looked at him. And I said, dude, he chose this movie over Doctor Strange 2 in the multiverse of madness. This movie, I will tell you right now, it's going to be one of the greats. It's got to be. The premise for this movie had, uh, I didn't believe, when I made that statement, I was just being, uh, I, I was boasting, okay? Just being uh, over the top. I did mean it, though. Keep in mind, a uh, lot of alcohol. But the premise of this movie is, there's the grabber. He's the guy on the poster. He grabs kids. A town is, uh, you know, reeling from disappearing, disappearing children. Something's wrong. They're trying to figure it out. Our focal child, yeah, you guys know how this goes. Our focal child gets kidnapped. He ends up in a cemented basement, soundproof, you know, perfect, perfect scenario for a serial killer. And the phone rings, and it's the ghost of previous of a previous victim. That's the hook of this movie. The phone rings, and the ghost talks to the child, and they try and figure out what happened, like how to get out, how to save the day. When I heard about that concept. I just I said to myself I'm like God I'm like how is that going to play out It's uh it's a little too corny It's a little too contrite It's uh I'm too jaded to get excited for a concept like this But then the movie has a director that gave up a billion dollar movie It has Ethan Hawke who is the actor like he's the in he's like the new William Dafoe when it comes to indie acting. And we have a high concept. Now, along the way, I learned that Joe Hill, a.k.a. the son of Stephen King, he doesn't want to earn his name off of the name of his father, wrote the short story. And my sister, who who, who is really in like a, a horror short story horror kick for her birthday, I bought her a Joe Hill anthology that included the back phone, and I uh, tagged it for her to read it and then watch the movie, because she's, that was a practice her and I did, started for the, the two of us when we were younger, we loved reading books, reading up on movies, uh, through books, and we, we wanted to be prepared to watch a movie, so we would read the book. And we did that for years. I thought I would, uh, you know, continue that practice. 
And what we have with Black Phone, it's a period piece. More horror, we bring up this point so much. More horror movies are period pieces now because uh, horror cannot exist with the internet. It just can't. Solid period piece. Uh, these filmmakers have gotten so much better in nailing it. There, there was a stretch where period pieces and throwback or vintage moments in movies or movies themselves just didn't quite land. This guy also made a movie called uh, Shadow Prowler. Like, what is that? Just going through his filmography. He's also a director, writer of Hellraiser Inferno. Uh, we got to add that one to the list. But, yeah, let, let's talk about Scott Derrickson real quick. Writer, director, producer. Love in the Ruins. 1995 short film. We're going to watch that. 2000, Urban Legends, Final Cut, Writer. 2000, Writer, director, Hellraiser, Inferno. 2004, Land of Plenty. Not good. I mean, why is that even on Wikipedia? <laughs> 2005, Exorcism of M Emily Rose. Also, great effing sequel. 2008, The Day the Earth Stood Still. He is director of that, uh, potentially derailing his entire film career. I have yet to see that Keanu Reeves movie. 2012, Sinister. We spoke about Sinister on previous years of the 31 Days of Dread. 2013, Devil's Not Writer. 2014, Deliver Us from Evil, director, writer, unfamiliar. 2002, writer, sinister, I believe that got away from the production. 2006, writer, director, Doctor Strange. 2021, writer, director, Shadow Prowler. 2021, The Black Phone. This guy, going all the way back, 11 years, has a solid run he works within the genre he is a he's a mind of the medium i cannot recommend black phone enough this movie gets you it sticks with you naughty boy time is a phrase that uh, haunts me it's scary it's so weird uh the method of the grabber the way how he he just likes to almost play his victims into a certain scenario so he can get off it's weird it's perfect for horror the movie has cocaine uh yeah so yeah back-to-back -back discussions about cocaine movies people <laughs> let's go 31 days of dread signing out 2022 day two coming up what are we going to talk about well we have a movie called x and we're hitting all the modern Marvel, the modern Marvels, the modern great ones right now. We're going to do X and then we're going to do Halloween kills and then we're going to do the monsters. Let's go. The future of film is hard. And thanks for uh, thanks for all of that, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with me. Getting back to uh, my, my, my point there. The future is harder. The future of cinema is harder. So everyone here, and I've never, ever, in, in all these years, I've never made this request. But everyone that we highlight, every single filmmaker, male, female, ghoul, goblin, you, got, you know the drill. But check them out. Find them on a streaming platform. I usually highlight how I watch these movies 
on which platform e e even if i rented it or bought it so you guys know a little bit of the price range it's important that we support all of these movies and all of these filmmakers because they are the future the future is horror thanks for hanging out